It is one of the top New Year's resolutions. We're talking about getting in shape. This is the time of the year when gyms are typically packed. Welcome to the Dying to Ask podcast. Normally, you know, this time of year we do one of those, here's how to get in shape this year. Okay, add in the fact that COVID is surging and yeah, it's complicated, isn't it? This Omicron variant has just been ridiculously contagious. And so a lot of people, even those who've been really, really cautious and careful to not get sick, have tested positive. And one of the people who found themselves in that situation is fitness trainer Tyren Lich Texador. And you might remember Ty from a previous Dying to Ask episode. So back in March of 2020, March 26th of 2020, I was doing a lot of stories on TV and on the podcast that behind the scenes I called stories on how to do things for yourself that you've never really had to do for yourself. So like you were doing stories about like how to trim your bangs, how to work out at home. And Ty helped us with that particular story and episode. She's a fitness trainer and the co-owner of EVO Training Collective in Sacramento, California. And for the last 20-ish years, Ty has worked with clients helping them get in shape. Now, recently, in fact, right before Christmas, worst Christmas gift ever, Ty tested positive for COVID. Whole family did. Everybody's doing okay now. Um, but she decided to be transparent about her experience with her online fitness community, which she admitted was not necessarily easy because she, you know, just kind of felt a little weird being so vulnerable with something that to some people still has a bit of a stigma. Although like we probably need to just get over that given the fact of how many people have tested positive, don't you think? So anyway, Ty decided to be transparent. She kind of documented the, the journey that she was having while going through COVID. And then also in these weeks afterward, as she started trying to start training again. And the interesting thing is she's like super fit. And this thing knocked her on her butt. So she is not one of those ultra fit people who can say, eh, really wasn't too bad. She really felt poorly. And that's what makes her recovery out of this, I think, so interesting. And in the process, she has come up with a post-COVID training plan, four steps that she has been sharing on social media and on YouTube based on what she's going through. And the truth is that this information is good for anybody who's coming off of anything that has derailed their fitness. Because as Ty will point out, the truth is something at some point in your life is going to sideline you. Maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's another illness. Maybe it's you lost your job and you just kind of lost your will to want to go out there and do things. Whatever it is, at some point, you're going to need to get back on the proverbial horse. And there are four things you can do that might make getting back into a fitness life a little easier. So we'll talk to Ty about her experience of dealing with COVID. She's going to break down that four-point training plan of what to do. We'll talk about what you should and shouldn't do while you're sick at home when you're feeling those symptoms. And we'll get a real reality check on what it's like to resume training and where she is now with everything. Ty Texador is back on Dying to Ask. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and I've been anchoring morning news for more than 20 years. I thought I had seen and covered it all. Then came coronavirus, a pandemic, anchoring in my living room, homeschooling my kids, and all the things that come with COVID, including a vaccine. It was supposed to get us all back on track, living our best Instagrammable lives. Best lives-ish. The reality is we're still untangling what life looks like in a world post-pandemic. A lot of people describe a sense of never-ending overwhelm and anxiety. Is that just what life is like now? Or are there ways we can get back to living in the now? 
And this season of the Dying Desk podcast is asking how we can hit the restart and start living again. Ty, it's great to see you. Thank I'm, you. I'm looking at you on Zoom. Here. You're back yeah. in the gym. You got a smile on your face. I'm back. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw on um, Instagram, you had posted this video, you know, saying, Hey, you know, I've been dealing with COVID and there was a part of me was like, Oh, COVID got tie. Really? It got me. Oh <laughs> man. I mean, you're like su superwoman. <laughs> I feel like superwoman now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got antibodies. We're good. I know. Um, yeah. No. So, was, so was, when did it hit? You, you were one of the unfortunate people like around the holidays it, it hit, right? It did. I, I probably contracted it at around the 20th. Um, and then symptoms came on like the 22nd. It was, yeah. It brutal. was hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. Um, it, you know, it's funny. I think a lot of us who are really into fitness and start, I mean, fitness is your life. It's your, your profession, um, your love. I think a lot of us have thought, well, you know, at least I'm strong. I'm healthy. You know, at least I know that I'll weather it pretty well. What was the actual reality for you when it came on? Um, well, I was angry. Um, that, was, <laughs> that was first and foremost. I was, I was pretty angry. Um, I don't mm -hmm. like to be, um, to be shut down. I don't like to feel um, slow and weak. And that is what happened. I mean, it was pretty immediate. I had a pretty bad fever for a few days. I had incredible body aches. My whole body was just on fire. I could barely sleep and I was stopped dead in my tracks. You know, like I was, I was hustling. I was doing really good ramp, you know, and I was working out at full steam again for the first time in a long time. I had ramped up to just normal training and it just, I was like hitting a brick wall just yeah. dead in my tracks. And it was immediate. The fact that I was just, I felt, I felt weak, very, very weak. And that made me very angry, <laughs> very angry. <laughs> no, I would think, uh, angry, angry ties, not a good thing. <laughs> well, and yeah, you just get frustrated because you're just like, right. look, like I, I got things to do. I got, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I gotta keep moving and you just can't, and you have to, you have to honor that you, you can't right. you have to stop. <laughs> how long, how long have you been in, in, into fitness and been a, a coach and a trainer? Oh, I've been a personal trainer since 2003. Long time. I'm old. Yeah. I'm 42. <laughs> oh, stop. Stop. Hush. I see all these young trainers now and I'm like, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> well, yeah. I would yes, say though, long time. that, mm -hmm. but the experience, you know, it's interesting when you look at something with, you know, the lens mm -hmm. of, you know, decades of experience in a profession, you know what the smart thing is to do, but it isn't always yes. what, like, kind of like the the mind and the body want to do. So when you were, when you were dealing with COVID, what was your head telling you versus what your body was wanting to do? Yes. And that is a huge thing. Like I, I love to really push my body, push the limits, go hard. Like that's the way that I enjoy fitness and enjoy working out CrossFit full steam. Let's see what I can do. Um, but yes, the reality of it in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh no, sweetheart, like absolutely not. You have got to rein it in. I have spent the last few years really trying to develop myself as a different type of athlete, being just a smarter athlete, being more aware of how important it is to fuel my body, to rest, to recover appropriately after exercise. And so the grown up athlete, I really am. The adulting like so athlete. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's a, it's a hard thing to be. It's really hard. It's not, it's not it really, it's contradictory to my personality and to how I want to train. It really is a practice. It's an effort. And, um, but I'm glad that I had done that before 
because this thing stopped me dead in my tracks. And I had to just sit with it and be like, look, I just can't right now. (laughs) And as soon as I started feeling better, I was like, look, I have got to make sure that I do not injure myself upon my re-entry to fitness. What good is that going to (laughs) do? So, And it's so interesting because, I mean, sadly, you are not alone in this. There are so many people who have caught this, especially this Omicron variant over the last couple of weeks. So many people, and it's happening, Ty, in January, when everybody's coming up with their new year's resolutions and they're like, this is the year I'm going to get fit. So you've got two things kind of colliding at once and you've been putting out a lot of content on your um, Instagram page with some reminders of people, like how do you get back into training and into fitness post COVID? And I think the advice is actually good post injury, post illness, or like post, I haven't been moving my butt in years. So can we talk a little bit about, you've got a great plan and really your, your own Guinea pig getting back into it. So, you know, you had a couple of things, a couple of different um, ways you've broken this down. So the first part of it is let's just say you do get COVID and you have the symptoms. What are the things that people need to be thinking about? Cause I'm like you, I'm the one who's going to be like, I'll just go for a short run. Yeah. I'll go for like three miles. It'll be now fine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have to think about the severity of symptoms. There, those range. There's a, a gamut of like, I mean, some people have no symptoms and some people are like just wiped out. I consider myself to be probably closer to the, I was pretty wiped out. But first and foremost, the thing you have to do is just rest. Your body is working so hard on the back end, trying to get you back, trying to heal you, right? So if you then add a stressor upon that with fitness or going for that little three mile jog, it's not, that's not little, but yes, if you, <laughs> if you tag that on, no matter how, how much less you feel like it is comparatively to your normal routine, you have to imagine that your body is still doing so much. So rest is first and foremost, the thing you got to, you have to sleep. You have to try to sleep until you are done sleeping and whatever you can do to, to facilitate that. If you need to ask for help, if you need to delegate tasks, try to get systems in place so that you can just rest, right? It's just incredibly necessary. And then you have to eat. You have to fuel your body. It needs something to run off of so that it has the fuel to, to heal you. You're not going to want to eat. Absolutely not. Some people have gotten nauseous. I had a heavy fever. I didn't want to even stand. So I definitely didn't want to eat, but you have to, in the back of your mind, just, just think, okay, well, what can I put in? And if that's just some bone broth, then get some bone broth, but try to get some nutrients in because even though you don't want to, you need to. And the last thing is maybe some light movement, maybe go for a walk, a small walk around the block, breathe deep, but then recover come back and get right back in bed or just, you know, take some time. Don't go too crazy, small movement, just so that you don't lock up, but nothing crazy. You have to rest. Yeah. Were you um, surprised when you did get your positive <laughs> diagnosis and how your body reacted? Cause I think a lot of us have thought, okay, I'd probably be okay. Cause I'm young ish, <laughs> you know, and I'm really fit. I'm really healthy. Like, I think a lot of people have that, that idea that that's the way it's going to go. I mean, like people, yeah. they don't come much more fit than you. And it's interesting to me that you describe your symptoms as being like on the, you know, the more harsh side. 
they felt harsh to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've heard um, so many different, I mean, people are all, I mean, my Instagram has been blowing up with this so many people and they've kind of run the gamut as far as like, I've, I've just had, you know, runny nose to I've been, I'm still recovering two months later. So um, I think I was a little surprised at how hard, just how quickly I was shut down. It wasn't like, I felt kind of bad. No, like I had literally worked out so hard on Tuesday and then Wednesday morning I woke up with symptoms and could not do anything on Wednesday. Wow. It was immediate and it stopped me dead in my tracks. I mean, it was the week before Christmas. I had things to do and it stopped me dead in my tracks. I couldn't do anything. So yes, I was, I was surprised. So once you, you kind of get, get through it and your recovery has started going back to the gym is not like a light switch. It's not like, like the way, the way you went into COVID where you worked out hard, then the next day you were taken out, you're not going to go right back the same way either. And it's interesting. You've really noticed that too, even trying to get back into it. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm still feeling things. You hear me clearing my throat. It's still in me until that is completely gone. I am not going back to full training. Like, and even then I'm still going to take a little bit longer. So yeah, when upon re-entry, you have to really remember what you went through, right? Like it's just your energy levels might be back and you feel like, oh, I mean, I'm good. I'm at like 80, 90%, but your body has not forgotten what it just did and what it's still doing. It's still in your system, right? So the first thing you want to do is just really take it easy, right? Like just symptoms may have subsided, but you're still fighting this thing. Remember that and take it easy upon re-entry. And then, I mean, now you got to catch up on your eating, right? Like you have depleted so many nutrients because you probably haven't eaten as much as you should probably haven't eaten very healthy foods. Some people just want toast, right? Like you want something bland. So, um, yeah, it, it, before you start ramping up to full speed in the gym, let's replace the, that energy store and let's give your body the food that it needs. Give it some protein, give it the veggies, eat, eat, eat. In Spanish, we call it hambre vieja. Like it's just like that <laughs> old hunger where you're like, okay, I can finally eat again. Let's make sure that you eat whole foods and you give your body something good that it can use, right? And yeah. until you get those energy stores back up, you don't want to go stressing your body, going crazy in the gym yet. Just don't do it. Give it a little bit more time, right? Slow in the beginning so that you don't screw yourself up down the road. Absolutely. So let, let's break it into a couple of steps. So if the first one is start slow, would you <clears throat> literally like, you know, if say you're a runner or a cyclist, are you backing off on the speed at which you're doing it? Is it the, the duration that you're working out? Both. Both okay. absolutely go, go slower and go shorter than what you would normally do because the most important thing that you can do is monitor your recovery, right? So you would rather just dip your toes in the water than jump in because what happens if it's too cold, right? Like <laughs> you want to be able to just dip your toe in and get it out before it's too late. So if you just take off and you're like, I mean, usually I do, you know, five by 400 meter sprints. Um, let's do a three by 400 meter jog and then see how you feel immediately after the next day, two days after you have to make sure that you can adequately recover before you do too much too soon. And then you're just screwed because the last thing you want to do is have it just throw you right back into being sick, which is highly likely. I'm telling you, you're going to feel better, but your body is not done with it yet. Mm -hmm. So don't give it a reason to get sick again. Don't give your ankles a reason to get injured. 
you, you might tear your Achilles while you're running, sprinting those 400s because you haven't done anything for the last two or three weeks. Is that worth it? Absolutely not. So slower right. and shorter duration, because like I said before, you don't have the energy stores that you normally do. So your ability to uh, maintain form and to go for as long as you normally would is not there. You have to start shorter so that your body can just build up for that stamina again. You don't have yeah. it. You just don't. You might think you do. It's not there. Take it easy. So step one, go slow and short. <clears throat> step two, fuel. And I got to think hydration is in there too. Absolutely. I don't even know why that wasn't at the top of my list. Absolutely hydration. <laughs> I mean, you have got to, I mean, drink more than you think you need to. Everybody does generally. Most people don't drink enough water. So absolutely that's high on the list. You want to flush your body of any, anything that's going on. So trying to drink as much water for sure. One thing I've noticed a lot of, um, of, uh, health experts recommending is keeping an eye on heart rate. Where do you, where do you stand on that? And what do you think is a good way to do that? And why is that I, important? I mean, it's hugely important. That's just a really great way to regulate what your, um, the stress levels of, of your body basically. Right. So if your heart and your breathing rate is high, your body's stressed out. Right. And so what we're trying to do is really monitor uh, the stress levels of your body as you return to sport, return to activity. We don't want to do too much too soon. So that's one of the biggest things that I've been focusing on. And I've actually told clients, I have a couple of clients that have come through COVID <clears throat> as well. Can you focus on nasal breathing only? That is one of the simplest tricks that you can do to bring you down to a more comfortable working rate. Okay. Don't talk, us, your mouth. talk us through that. <clears throat> so, yeah. So just, can you keep your mouth closed? while you are doing your physical activity, right? And so if you are going to start introducing running or um, interval training or going to a boot camp, can you work at a rate that you can keep your mouth closed and focus on just breathing in and out through your nose? It seems very simple, but I'm telling you, it, it that's really hard. You. It's very difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult. And that's the point. It can be trained. You can get better at it. There are several, you know, top athletes that do nasal breathing. It's definitely something that you can train, but if you haven't been training it, it's going to make you stay at a lower heart rate and force you to go slower. So that's one of the easiest ways that I tell people, I'm like, Hey, if you have to open your mouth, you're going too hard. Nasal breathing only. And it's just, it just, it's a good cue that just flips you back into a lower heart rate. I love that. That is so good. Um, and then the fourth one is that, you know, if you know you're going to be off for a little while, maybe it's a good idea to just reframe what you're doing with that exercise time. So maybe you focus on all the stuff that, you know, hypothetically we don't do like, you know, stretching and yoga mm -hmm. and yes. all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff it's that I just never seem to find time for. Yeah. Fine time. Um, sure. <laughs> that's, that's what we're going with. Um, no, yes. That it's almost like a, like, a what's it called? Hidden blessing, right? Because you have to, you know, like I, I sent out an email the other day talking about, um, the, the pathways to joy or the pathways to de-stressing, right? And so many of us use exercise and high intensity exercise, your long runs, your boot camps, your CrossFit classes as our means of de-stressing or as our means of that energy boost and finding our joy. And I'm just a happier person after I work out. Yes, of course you are. But what happens if that road gets shut down, right? Like, are you just not gonna be a happy person like that's not an option, right? So finding another path to joy or another path to de-stress is crucial. And taking the opportunity 
once this happens, right, just take the opportunity to maybe work on your rehab so that when you do go back into the gym, you feel better. Maybe work on your mobility so that you can finally get into that deeper squat that you've been wanting to get into, but you just, you're like, yeah, but the workout's five by five back squat. I don't want to do that. I want to, I don't want to do mobility <laughs> work. Like that's boring. Yeah, it's boring, but it's necessary. And now that you're, you know, you can't go hard. Absolutely. Utilize that time. Your body's going to thank you for it. You'll feel better. Um, do deep breathing exercises, do a yoga practice. I don't do yoga. Now's the perfect time, right? Like let's throw it into my routine. And the more you play around with stuff like that, the more you can say, Hey, Maybe I don't need to just do my high intensity boot camp CrossFit. Maybe I actually did enjoy that yoga practice. Maybe I can throw that in once a week, you know, like that's, that would be very good for your health and wellness journey. Like, absolutely. So it's a great opportunity to explore and to just, to just bring it down a few notches, right? Like take the rest. We can all use it. Find something else. There's, it's a win-win really. Right. You know, years ago, I, um, I split my patella fell on a floor and, um, I, mean, I was on, cr- I was, it was awful. I was on crutches and many- glasses of wine or <laughs> do you know what? It happened at 7am Oh no! <laughs> walking across the TV studios, just a freak oh, accident. Anyway, no big deal. Um, I've recovered, but, but it was interesting, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to run or even really walk for four months, um, was really humbling. And I, I mean, I really learned a lot and I had a great physical therapist who gave me like this list of really weird, like rubber band exercises to do. And I, mm-hmm. I asked him, I'm like, is this doing anything really? <laughs> Cause it was so different than what I normally do. Yes. And he said, he said, you know, you're the kind of person I have to give you something to do. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at this as the training you need something to do. Yeah. And so, yes, it is doing something. Yeah. And, and I actually, once I realized that at first I was a little bit offended, but then I was like, no, he's totally right. I do need something to do. But I started looking at it, that as the training and those like really fine movements. And it was a really good lesson in just patience and, and in kind yeah. of respecting your body's need to heal on its own time. Yeah. And I like to look at it as if you want to do the fun stuff and you want to do it for a long time, then that's, this is just the stuff that needs to happen, right? Like, it's just, if, if you really want this, you know, like the, the CrossFit and the longevity, and you know, like you want to be able to do those heavy back spots forever. That's me. I want to be able to do this for as long as possible. Well, then I have to do the other stuff, you know, and it's just one can't come without the other. You're, so if you're willing to give up going hard later on in life, fine, don't do that stuff. That's, that's not going to be my choice. I want to be able no. to do it forever. So we got to do the other stuff. As well. Yeah, no, I want to be there. Like boring. His, yeah, no, I want to be <clears> yeah, there. as it, like an 80 year old with you doing this kind of absolutely, stuff. It sounds good Absolutely. To me. I mean, who doesn't, you know, I want to run when, circles around my kids for as long as possible. Exactly. Um, was it tough to make the decision to be so public about this on social media and to like share your story? Um, I don't think so. Not for me, because I looked at it through the lens of, well, if I'm going through this, I can guarantee somebody else is going through this. And so I just thought, you know, like, I, I feel like several of my buddies in the gym could, could hear this message and probably need this message. And if it comes from me, um, knowing that, Hey, I'm right there with you. I really want to go as hard as possible. I am there. I love it. I like to roll around the ground and feel like I'm dead. If I'm going to shut it down and I'm going to build back slowly, then, 
you should too. And I feel like I just needed to get that message out. But I was a little worried about um, the stigma around it, which just needs to go away. Like, come on. Oh, we've been dealing with this for two years. Yeah. And I think (laughs) right now, like, I don't know. I mean, everybody knows somebody if they haven't already had it themselves. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I agree. I think that the stigma part of it, I think it's like, it's on its way out. But what what happened once you did put it out there? I mean, the response was pretty quick and pretty fast. It was immediate. It was immediate. It was really well received. I've gotten a lot of people. um, I've I've been posting about my journey on YouTube. I created a playlist of the workouts that I'm doing, talking about why I'm doing them. And then, yeah, my, my DMs have been crazy on Instagram. Everybody's like, either I had it two weeks ago. Thank you for this or I'm dealing with it right now. What did you do with this? How are you feeling? And so um, it's just a conversation that needs to needs to happen. And I'm glad that I can do my part. I think fitness is huge. It's going to make you feel better. If you weren't working out before COVID, you better start working out after because your body needs to needs to get stronger. Um, but yeah, it's just a conversation that needs to happen. And wellness is just, it's so important. And so getting through COVID is going to be a huge part of your wellness journey. So everybody yeah. at some point is going to get it. I mean, it's the way it feels, it's isn't it? Crazy. I mean, nobody plans <clears throat> on getting it, but I think it's nice to know that you can plan on how to get your fitness back out of it if you have to yeah. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just be smarter. Let's just be bigger, better, faster, smarter athletes all around. Everybody's an athlete. Um, yeah, if you can go into it just armed with with just, just more tools. Like, what do I need to do? Okay. I'm feeling it. Okay. Wait, what did Ty say? Okay. Let me go reference that. <laughs> if you can just go into it a little bit smarter then, and it just makes you feel a little bit more comforted knowing that I'm not the only one, right? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> everybody's going through it. You know, you might have a slightly different, um, scenario, but ultimately our bodies are our bodies. We're all humans. We're all going to go through the same thing. And so if you take it easy and you do these things, you should be able to come through it just well, and you're getting back well. a little bit of control by doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, you know, the big thing for a lot of people is, you know, there's the physical part of it that you lose for a while when you're sick, but it's the mental part of mm-hmm. the not being able to work out. If that is your thing that helps relieve the stress, that's really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know, wrap yeah. your head around it and be nice to yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's also one of those things that I try to tell people, I'm like, try to figure out something that you enjoy doing outside of working out before you can't work out anymore. Right. Mm. Like that's okay. What what was that for you? So, so I've actually been doing a lot more walking. Like I just walk, I'll walk for like an hour and a half and I enjoy it. I mean, our neighborhood is gorgeous, right? East Sacramento is lovely. And I, I, to me, it was like eight minute AMRAP, as fast as possible, as hard as possible, that's fitness. And the more that I walk and just stroll and I'm, I'm unplugged, I'm breathing deep, I'm thinking, it is so therapeutic. And now I'm like, well, if I can't get my walk in, <laughs> like, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to get the message across to people that you want to make sure that you try, you try to carve out what what other hobby you can do, reading books, calling old friends, um, knitting, um, stretching, doing some rehab, right? Like find something else that can fill that cup for you. Because if you cannot de-stress or get happy in the gym because of injury, because of illness, 
You don't want to scramble in that moment to try to find something else that can fill that cup for you. So the more you can just be proactive about finding joy somewhere else, the better off you'll be if or when that happens. We're all going to get sidelined at some point. So let's just have something else to do. It's going to happen, whether it's COVID or something else. You're going to get sidelined. Don't be left scrambling. You don't want to go plummeting into depression because you can't make it to the gym. What else can you do? What else can you find joy in? It's very important. I love that concept because you're right. There's always going to be something that's going to sideline you. Well, thank you for sharing all of this. It's really great. I'm, you look good. I'm so glad you're feeling better. And, and I love that I love that you put this out there and shared it. And I know it's probably helping so many people, probably more people than you could even realize. I hope so. Are it's seeing some of these to posts. just put it out there. You know, yeah. like it's therapeutic for me. I'm like, look, guys, this, I'm going through it. Somebody give me a high five. Like this sucks, you know? But yeah, I, I hope it's well received. It, it's a message that needs to be heard. So I love it. All right. Well, Ty, what's a good way for people to keep up with your journey and to keep up with all the great stuff you put out there on social media? Um, I'm at Ty Training everywhere. Um, we own a personal training studio, Evo Training Collective in ESAC, but on the Instagrams, you can find us at evo.trainingcollective at Ty Training and Ty underscore training on Instagram and at Ty Training on YouTube. And YouTube is where I've created this playlist of getting through my COVID recovery. And I'm just like, hey, feeling great this week, not feeling so great this week. These are my workouts. This is why I'm doing these workouts. Um, and so that's a really good resource for how to re-enter the gym. Go ahead and just do exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> It'll be good for you. If you have a minute, could you please leave a rating or a review, or maybe both if you're feeling really generous for this show on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to us right now. And then one other thing, I have a favor to ask. I am curious to find out what are you doing when you're listening to Dying to Ask. So for me, when I listen to podcasts, I'm typically working out, I'm cleaning, I'm driving, basically the only three things I seem to do anymore after I leave the TV station. That's not sad at all. You can let me know what you're doing when you listen to our show in the review section of your podcast platform, or if it's easier, you could just message me on Instagram at runreadsip. I'm just kind of curious, and maybe in a future episode, I'll tell you why I'm needing to know that information. Thank you for listening to Dying to Ask this week, and we'll see you next time.